This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to another edition of This Week in ITFC History. My name's David Diamond and I'll be here each and every week alongside Man of a Million Spreadsheets, author of IpswichTownStats.com and top ITFC historian, sorry, and also contributor to my favourite game, it is the Renegade Statman. Easy mate. Easy stat. We'll be looking back at the names, the games, the wins, draws and losses that occurred this week in ITFC history. Um... I mean, I remember the last, obviously last week, I mean, it was just a goal bonanza, wasn't it? Was it 28 goals in my, four games? My arms and legs were aching, <laughs> all that jumping up and down. I mean, I think we're going to struggle to beat it this week, but there's one game in this um, this week that could well have fallen into that category. Yeah, totally, I, yeah. I see. We're, we're from the, the 24th to the 30th of January, so we're almost so we're in, getting out of... Yeah, we're sort of in, um, well, I can see we are in sort of FA Cup fourth round-ish yeah. so in, period, in aren't we? Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, um, there's a fourth round. There is another round. There is. I know. Beyond the third, well, it that... does go from three to four. Okay. Well, uh, so yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> F- FA Cup fourth round. You be telling me there's a fifth round next? Oh, there um, there is. There so, is. There's no no stopping to the, this competition. Um, so yeah, twenty fourth to thirtieth of January. So we're get just about getting out of that that horrible month after. All the nights. After Christmas. The nights are getting. The the days are getting longer. So oh, nights yeah, that, are getting that, shorter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the clocks will be going forward. We'll then be going to football wearing um, shirt sleeves. Yep, yep. Um, go, go, go to those um, late season evening games yeah. and it's still light. Yeah. Brilliant. People get confused with the phrase shirt sleeves and short sleeves. <laughs> do you think they do sometimes? I knew a very good joke, a golf joke about that, but it's probably on PC, so I won't tell it on air, but I'll tell you it afterwards. All right, okay. And probably then a little bit further on, people will then start wearing shorts. Have you ever worn shorts to football? Of course I have. Well, not football yeah. shorts. Oh, no, think. that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no, of course I've worn shorts. Yes. I probably wore shorts of football. Was it warm enough this season? Probably, I can't remember. But you've not, you're, not, you're not worn a pair of football shorts? No, no. I don't think so. I probably might have done when I was a kid, but no, I don't think so. Well, there were... no, actually, when I was a kid, there wasn't no such thing as a replica kit, so no. 
No, you go down to Mick McNeil and just buy a standard white pair of shorts. And sort of like, you know... Get your mum to sew a badge on <laughs> it. Exactly. Yeah. That's what happened. That's what... what would I, so anyway, let, let, let's start go here. On. We digress. Um, it is the 25th of January, 1997. Yeah. Um, it's a Division 1 match, so read into that what you want, because there's no mention of FA Cup there. Um, and uh, George Burley's in charge, and there's a caretaker manager in charge of West Bromwich Albion um, called Arthur Mann. Who uh, the hell is that? that well, I've never, ever come across yeah. Arthur Mann. Well, he um, he's, uh, was... Alan Buckley's assistant manager at West Brom. Right. Um, and Alan Buckley had been sacked a few days before. Okay. So Arthur Mann took took charge. Alan Buckley, in my mind, is always at Grimsby. Is he? Was he at Grimsby? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah Alan Buckley, from, from my young football days, was a prolific goal scorer with Walsall. Yeah. Well, it's all in the, the Midlands. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, and so... Do loads of research for this, and you have. Um, I've, I've, you know, it's good that <laughs> it's a, it's an, an enjoyable, enjoyable hobby, and I find out lots of things. And um, some people have been great on Twitter as well. The things um, that the thing that sticks out to my mind in this game, yeah. is the attendance stat. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. All right. So um, the players, West Brom players, thanks to um, the is ITFC archive or uh, on on Twitter. Mm. Um, said to me um, that the players arrived in taxis. Okay. So I don't know coach, whether... Bro- coach, coach, um, struggle. Yeah, coach guess, struggle. Yeah, coach has broken down. We'll, we'll come back to a little bit of... Still um, not a boat, is it, though? No. no. Oh, It ain't a boat, mate. That boat from South End in 38. Yep, it's not a boat. Yeah. The stat, I mean, look at the stat machine. His tail is wagging. It's still love oh, that. Probably one of its favourite things. It's, if it had yep. a face, it'd be smiling. Um, so let, let's get straight into the game. Um, so we were attacking the north stand in the in the first half, and uh, the opening first goal was an own goal by Holmes. Sherlock. Yeah, I want to say, have, have we kind of had a? That's the sort of thing that I'd shout out. But yeah, was it Nicky, or was Nicky Holmes? Is he? Or was it that? I don't know. Even know who he is. All right, Holmes. Yeah, let's go with Sherlock. Sherlock it's, there. It's as good as any, isn't it? Yeah. And um, so what happened was uh, Mickey Stockwell. Got down the, I think he got down the byline. Played the, played the ball across. Everyone missed it, and uh, Scoey's kind of sliding in and forces the, the own goal. Second goal, Gus Ullenbeek. Gus, you remember him? Gus Ullenbeek, Ullenbeek, running down the wing. Ullenbeek, Ullenbeek throws another in. <laughs> Feared by the yellows, loved by the blues. Ullenbeek, Ullenbeek throws throws another in. Is that is that? <laughs> That's what I used to sing. His name came up Saturday, actually. Some people sit behind me. Maybe it floats another in. Maybe it was. His name behind me. They were talking about Dominic Iorfa and then talking about other fullbacks we've had. And I heard them mention Gus, actually. I mean, he used to run about about 100 metres in 10 seconds. He looked like a 100 metre runner. And sometimes, probably maybe 30 of those metres, he'd have the ball with him. (laughs) But he was a great out, wasn't he? I like Gus. The ball's over. So did I. He'd go running and the keeper, whoever the keeper was, was thinking, right, I just need to throw that ball in front of him because he'd be like a whistle. I mean, what about that? That's a fullback pairing. Gus on one wing, bloody Tariko on the other. That is decent. That is decent. Certainly is. So he he did this 40-yard run, got to the byline, um, played it across, and uh, I think Scoey slid in um, to make it 2-0. I forgot Um, Scoey. That was after 32 minutes. Four minutes later... There's a, there's a long ball forward, um, and I think, I want to say that Naylor and 
and Stockwell are going towards the ball just on the outside of the penalty area. And the ball bounces to Mickey Stockwell. He goes in the area, keeper comes out a little bit, and he loops this call. Well, I don't know. It's one of those sort of loops, but he's hit it with some power and it's just kind of gone straight over the, the keep. The keeper's kind of looked at it as it's gone over his shoulders. No that, recognition. That's 3-0. No, um, fourth goal, um, 45th minute, so we're still in, still so in the first. So 4 at half-time. Yeah. Um, there's a great run by Tariko, um all the way down the left wing. Um, plays the ball into Mason, who's in the box, and he just rolls it across, and it's a, it's a simple tap-in for, for Naylor. 4-0 uh, at half-time. Uh, we carry on the second half. Um, Scowcroft plays this lofted ball forward. Um, Mason goes into the, the penalty area. Their, their keeper, I don't know who their keeper was, West Brom then, um, he came out, spilt the ball, you know, he's kind of tried to lay on it, the ball's come out, and, and, and Mason has, has just slotted it in. 5-0, that's how it finished. 69 uh, minutes was that final goal. Um, brilliant attendance there. You know, probably that's why it was a little bit barren on Twitter when I was saying, Anybody have any thoughts of that game from West Brom? I remember that. 9,000 stat. 9,381. Flipping heck. That, that is, is... Yeah. I, I wasn't going. I didn't... Around about that time, it was probably 97. I'd been 34. That's about my last season of, like, regular football. Well, I, I knew you weren't going because uh, otherwise the attendance would have been 9,382. Would have been. Yeah. Um, now, it was quite interesting because a few uh, West Brom fans, Baggies fans, jumped on to, the, to this story. Um, and I got a few comments from them, which was which was good to hear. Um, and they were they were happy when it was five nil because um, Alan Buckley had gone. Um, I don't know what sort of impact well, he had it. on West Brom. And they were doing the they were doing the conga. Um, Did they want Arthur Mann to stay in charge then? I'll tell you. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe I wrote it down. It was just a man was in charge <laughs> for, for some random bloke. Yeah, don't know what his name was. Um, and th- there was another story that someone shared with me that was to say. Um, on the way home, Giles, and I'm guessing is that Johnny Giles? Oh. Yeah. He stopped the coach. See, the trouble is I only had this tweet, so I don't know what it means. So I don't know whether he was on the coach or whether he was in a separate car, what, and he what? pulled over, and he stopped the coach, and he bought all the players a fish and chip supper. Brilliant. Which was quite nice to hear. I mean, would, he, would he still have an, had an association with West Brom back then? No, 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 no. There you go. I mean, uh, you don't know. No. Uh, West Brom, um, you know, some of the other comments were woeful. Maybe he was um, masquerading as half a man. Oh, he could have been, yeah. What's your name? Uh, I, I, I'm a man. Okay, that'll do. And just to make it, you know, so people didn't realise he put another N on the end of man. There you go. Yeah. Um, people commented also, it felt like that we had two or three extra players <clears> on the pitch. <throat> um, it was our biggest win of the, the season, of, of 96, 97. So it was also... this was the first season under Burley where we'd been relegated and we make the playoffs, don't we? This is the Sheffield United season. Mm, second season under Burley, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, the first, yeah, yeah, yeah. first season, first season the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And we were um, well. This was game twenty nine. We were tenth, but we were famous for having late runs those oh, years, weren't we? I mean, was it ninety six? No, it was a year later, which was even better, wasn't it? We had a ridiculous run yeah. where we, we, I think, again, I think Burley referred when he was on Life's a Pitch the other week said this on there that we went something like twenty two games unbeaten and won something like seventeen of them. You know, yeah, exactly. so he was. I think he was talking about. Norwich, maybe, or teams like that. He said, look, it can be done. You know, teams come from further Momentum back. and stuff. But you also yeah. you got to think some of those years, you, well, the, the transfer window wasn't there. No, that's true. Um, you know, David Johnson appeared in, in one of those seasons and helped score us. But, yeah, we were that we season, were 10th, 40 points, three points off off the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and it was our biggest win at Portman Road since September 1983. Mm. 
Wowzers. When we beat Stoke 5 0. 5 0, yeah. Good grief. So that was a barren um, 14 oh, years. Yeah, it was. Um, it? Now, uh, Paul Sparrow. You know Paul, oh, Paul yeah, great, great lad, yeah. Um, sent a story, so um, he was telling me that he had a oh, had a season ticket. I think, that year. I think I read this. He had an <laughs> yeah. unfortunate day, didn't yeah. he? I think I read this story. Yeah, so he had he had a season ticket all <laughs> all of that season, and um, he needed to buy borrow his wife's car. Doesn't say why. No, nope. but yeah, read into that what you want. Yeah. Um. So he, he no, he's hang on, Paul. You're listening to the radio. So that's not what. He, his wife needed to borrow his car. Come on, Stan. Yeah, that's right. Come on. His wife needed to borrow Paul's car. So Paul, at this point, is carless. So what, not Edwards. Um, and so he um, he borrows his dad's, what, as you would what, do. As you would. Yeah. And he got a puncher. Oh. So I don't know whether he fixed the puncher, hasn't told me about this, or left it on the side of the road. So right. he then borrowed his sister's. Right. You, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, as he was driving to the game, um, the, the engine broke down with a, <laughs> a, a the car broke down with a seized engine. Oh no! And he missed the game. Yeah, that's not the good. The biggest Paul. win at Portman Road for fourteen <sighs> years. Paul, Paul, Paul! He's broke his dad's car and broke his, his sister's his car. Sisters as well. We don't know what's happened to his car, but hey, we won five nil. Yeah, exactly. So that was that was all good. Um, any West Brom fans, if you were doing the conga, um, be interested to hear what you've got to say. Now, I've got the program from this this game. Um, and there's not a, obviously we went into what about the topless ladies last week it can't be um, that nothing like that <laughs> iconic figure on the front Tariko let's have a look at that um, oh, look at that yeah. in that fading blue to white shirt funny old shirt yeah. liked it in kind of way yeah programme cost a uh, pound fifty yeah um, we've got core on the on the on the shirt um, who then became punch didn't they I think yep. when they had their own thing sponsored by Green King but yeah there was a there was a couple of things I just wanted to um, shout out there was one here which I particularly liked because I'm thinking I wonder if she's disappeared on purpose right so it's under Blues News and we have got calling Tracy Miller so imagine if you were Tracy Miller at this point with oh, hang on I'm in the programme go on and it says Andrew Van Beck is trying to locate his former pen pal Tracy Miller oh yeah yeah her oh. last known address was in London Road, Ipswich. And if anyone knows her whereabouts, please contact Andrew at number 13, Parliament Place, Kings Lassie, 5, KY5, OXD. Telephone number 01592-882-909. I wonder how many people did contact him pretending to be Tracy Miller. Be Tracy. And what, exactly. Tracy, you if you're out there, what was the true story? Why did, yeah. you, why did you avoid why Andrew's did you st- advances? Tracy, why did you stop writing to him? Yeah. Come on, Trace. Um, there's another bit here where there's a picture of George Burley standing in his punch gear against these three gentlemen who are kind of smiling-ish. They're in a shirt and tie and wearing a so suit. That, shall, shall I, there you go. Oh, yeah. I'm just He's got like him. a burgundy top and red sh- Very formal. Yeah. Not him. Um, the no. other guys. Yeah. Anyway, it says, George Burley is pictured left with, now forgive my um, pronunciation here, Timo Valkapar, possibly, uh-huh. and Tumo Hayekio. <laughs> yeah. And th- th- these are Finnish people, not Japanese, uh, if you're okay. wondering. Yeah. And their coach, Mikasipi. <laughs> <laughs> Mikasipi. Well, yeah. M-I-K-A. Yeah. Mika. Yeah. S-I-P-I. Mikasipi. Mikasipi. Absolutely. Um, all from Finnish club Rakunat. So um, if you're from uh, Rakunat, if you could tell us a little bit about Mikasipi. Get in touch. Does he have his own um, steamboat? Um, <laughs> you never know, might, might do. So I think we were just trying to strengthen our scouting net- network with teams in Finland. But yeah, our favourite thing, 
you know, we're, we're going to be plugging mascots at every point. Yeah, who's a mascot? Give us some, um, give us some names. Well, we're lucky this week. We've got two mascots. Oh, and unfortunately on. for us, they're, they're not just in Ipswich. So, you know, we're going to, some of the people listening to the pod further afield and go on. pick these up. Right. So, 12 year old. Well, at least we haven't got their address in here, which is, you know, oh, no. at least we've moved on. Oh, no. 12 um, year old Samuel Emony. Yeah. Of Framlingham near Woodbridge. Okay. Sam. Um, Sam will call him. Yeah. yeah. And 11-year-old Dougal Meston yes. of Mistley in yeah. Manningtree. Come on, do, come on, Doogie, get in yeah. touch. Samuel, just if you, to you know, fill in a little bit of the background about him, is a pupil at Thomas Mills High School, and his hobbies include football, roller skating. That's that, I was just thinking, well, you said then, do you think there's a programme, hang on, let me get my years yeah. right, it's a programme of about 15, 16 years ago, and I say, yeah, welcome to today's mascot is young Edward Sheeran from oh, Flamingham. <laughs> We'll get him in. <laughs> I, I have, I have uh, a few weeks ago tried to contact him to see if he wanted to buy the club, but he's. Um, I saw that. Yeah, he's ignoring me. But um, no. he's going to see it at some point. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, yeah. I suppose he has to sort of scroll down a few, doesn't he? He does. Sam's hobbies, like I said, we're in football at roller skating. <laughs> oh, um, don't give him many roller skates now. Is that much of a hobby? Um, well, I, I don't know, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah and know. his other one is scouts, which I, I'm assuming yeah. is boy scouts. And his yeah, favourite player is so. Richard Wright. Yeah. And Dougal Doug. attends Dedham School, uh-huh. and he enjoys football. And you can tell that he lives near Dedham because he enjoys football and skiing. So poor old Sam in in Framlingham only had football and roller skating. Yeah. Whereas Dougal has yeah, got football and more, skiing. Far more upmarket. And he tells us that his top town star is Alex Mathy. Mm. Um. So, yeah, that, that's in the programme. Just to give you an idea of the players that were playing for West Brom. Oh, yeah, I like this. Go on. Um, Paul Crichton was a keeper. Mm-hmm. Paul Holmes. Ah, uh, Paul Holmes. Why didn't I look on the back of the programme? Don't know, mate. Guessing, yeah, I know. Don't know. Yeah. Uh, Paul Agnew. Um, Richard Sneakers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what he's called in um, in America? Flimp Souls. Yeah. Trainers. Go on. Daryl Burgess. No. Paul Raven. Paul Groves. Dave Gilbert, um, Mr. Karen Brady, Paul Pesky ah, Salido. Yeah. Pesk. Yeah. He At, comes up again in a little while. He does, yeah. Andy Hunt, he was a good player. Yeah. And Ian Hamilton. Um, if right. you look at some of the other squad members, uh, two names that jump out, um, Bob Taylor. Oh, yeah. Good good player Bowen, for them. Yeah. And um, Nigel Spink. Ah, keeper. Yeah. yeah. Cup, so there European you go. Cup Fantastic, mate. Go on, I can't wait to get to this game. Well, I thought, you know, you, you've, you've... You put one in for me, haven't you? you? You've, you've been patient going through the five goals of, of, of West Brom. So here we go. Even the stat machine is on two legs now. Getting excited, leaping around, because we're going to uh, 1975, January 1975. And obviously, I just want to clarify, you know, from last week's pod, back in this game, that Bobby Robson is back in the dugout. Um, he's not in goal anymore. No, he's not in goal, yeah. yeah. Um, and we're playing Bob Paisley's Liverpool. <laughs> Um, second versus fourth. Yep. It's the FA Cup fourth round. Yes, there is a fourth round, like we said. There are. Um, now, 9,381 fans were at the West Brom game. At this game against Liverpool. <laughs> Just another 24,000. 20, yeah. 20, yeah. 34,709, which at the time was uh, an attendance record at Portman Road. Uh, obviously beaten a little bit later. Um, and I, I read that the gates were locked 40 minutes before kickoff. They did back in those days. Start. I was at this game, so second v fourth. Um, so Liverpool current holders, current were current league champions. Um, and this was the season where we were well 24. Yeah, so we were 
Um, ultimately going to have the cup semi-final heartbreak against West Ham, but come very close in the league as you know, story of many seasons. And you just see the, the players you've hit there, you know, Toshak, Keegan, I mean, the great Liverpool side, you know, Emlyn Hughes would be, be there. Highway. Um, yeah, Stevie Highway, Clements in goal, um, you know, right right through the team. McDermott? Uh, probably 75 early for McDermott, yeah. probably still at Newcastle. Um, so highway. Who else would it have been? Jimmy Case. Jimmy Case. So probably Jimmy Case. Ian Callahan. Tomo. Phil Thompson at the back with, with yeah. Hughes. Yeah. Phil Neal right Ray, back. Ray Kennedy. Uh, yeah, Kennedy. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Great, great, great team. Great, great, great side. And it and, and it was always us and them. So those seasons. So from seventy three, seventy four, right through till probably the cup. You know, the cup winning season. It was us up against Liverpool, pretty much always up there interspersed with Man City had a run one year, I think. Man U probably got close one year, but yeah, Liverpool, as we know, well, and obviously this season, Derby did. Um, Liverpool, as we know, always seemed to prevail. So what, what do you remember about the, the match? Because the, the only goal in this game comes quite late. Well, what I remember about this game is we'd played them, this is the second time we played Liverpool that season. I think we played them at Portman Road in two or three months before and I believe Tolbert had got a, a winning goal literally five minutes from the end. So it was almost a, a sort of symmetry to this. Um, yeah, I remember it being a fairly even game, a game of not many chances and a game. And obviously back then we'd never won at Anfield. So what you didn't want, you knew if it goes to replay. And these were the games when these were the, this was when the cup. So this was on the Saturday. It would have been a replay at Anfield the next Tuesday. Liverpool would have put a full side out. Would it? I mean, it had been 50,000, you yeah. know, yeah, you'd. Your, your hopes are hopes are slim, really. Um, and yeah, I remember is 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 a really close range goal. Um, I can't remember much about the goal, but I just remember Mills just forcing it in from forcing it in from close range and the ground absolutely going mental. Absolutely yeah, right. mental. I think what I've written down here was that Beatty had a cross and Burley kind of heads it, and I think you know it goes to Mills, and I've just written goal there, but he, he scored. But do you remember Toshak hitting the bar before? I, I don't really know. I, I, I can't say I can remember Toshak hitting the bar. Um, I, I remember it being a very, obviously, Mills, 86th minute. I remember it being a really, really tight game. And great stat by you. Only time we've beaten Liverpool in cup competitions. Yeah. Played 12. One naught, drew three, lost nine, and one draw we lost on penalties. Yeah, fantastic. One of, you know, one of the draws um, lost on pens. Um, yeah, great, great days. And that was the start of the cup run and, and, one of my favourite ever town games comes um, the very next game in the cup, the fifth round, which hopefully you'll indulge me and perhaps do that next month. Oh, yeah. I don't know. You right. might do. Exactly. So I, I think that record of played 12, drawn three and lost nine is our record since that, that competition in the cup. So it surprised me that from 75 that we played Liverpool 12 times in the cup. What, since then? Yeah. In cup competition. Yeah, we probably have. Yeah. Um, we played them in 2000. Well, we played them under... We, cert- we, um, we certainly played him under uh, Robson in like yeah. League Cup semi-finals. Yeah, home and away. Home yeah. and away, 81-82, yeah. I think. Yeah. So there's two there. We got 91-92. We played them in the FA Cup and the and the replay. Yeah. We played them in that penalty shootout. Yeah. Yeah, we played so, them yeah. a good few times. Yeah. Yeah. But in fact, when it, I was thinking about this the other day when the FA Cup comes around and teams that, you know, we haven't, you know, we never seem to draw, but and you think even if you look through the the sort of top division now, they, uh, okay, there's 
of the main teams, you know, like the Everton's, the Liverpool's, the Chelsea's, the Arsenal's and stuff. Yeah, we have, over the years, you can remember, yeah, we have played them. And yeah. It's just sort of, you know. But, I mean, obviously, where are we now? Obviously, when people listen to this, they're going to be between about two and a half and three weeks after the uh, Sheffield United game. Um, I, I really think, you know, what what we need and, you know, what we certainly needed in the, in the January FA Cup would have been a draw at home to Norwich. Yeah. That that yeah. would that would have put that would back be the, the game. Passion, yeah, that'd be the one game with yeah. both teams would go for it. Yeah, yeah, that's what you need. Uh, what home and away, so. home and away to Norwich, um, and a, and a suitable number one. Did you get the number one from? Did you put, make a note of the number one from this one? I didn't know. It was their only number one. It was um, oh Ian out there, obviously his favourite band. Yeah. Um, down down by Status Quo, which might be a good. Um, oh, there you go. There you go, mate. <laughs> status Quo down down. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Those three so those three bars. Goal. Um, so now we're going to move on to oh, this. This game should have been. We should um, have done this last week and put the aggregate oh, score. Oh yeah, FA FA Cup. What a um, game. Fourth round, twenty fifth of January two thousand and three. Uh, Neil Warnock is in charge of the opposition, Sheffield United. Um, so we're at Bramall Lane. Uh, we face them. We're both in Division One. We're eleventh currently in, in Division One, and, and the Blades are riding high in third place. Um, we just. Beat more had beaten in the in the third round. We've beaten Morecambe four nil. Yep. Was that Morecambe famous for being named after Eric Morecambe? They had a different name. <laughs> I don't think so. No, no, no. Some, some definitely some connection. I think. Oh well, no, I Eric Morecambe. Find... I know it's an Eric Morecambe statue, but no, I think that was. I think perhaps Eric Morecambe was named after. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. I think I think you're wrong. I think you find <laughs> that the, the town changed their name. <laughs> yeah. And they thought Eric Morecambe was too much, so they just went with, with Morecambe. And yeah. Eric got a few votes. Eric did. So anyway, back to this game. Uh, 12,757, so not really uh, a lot of interest. In, in fact, um, I think it's 700 exactly more than we played at Sheffield United in the, in the um, Cup yeah, this right. year. Yeah, it was 12,057. 12, so yeah, it was. One, two, seven, five, seven. So 700 people were more interested in that game. Um, 15 years ago. That's 15 years. Yeah, exactly. Michael Brown um, took took the um, took the lead, scored in the 19th minute, um, and that his first goal. I mean, nothing about his first goal really. Mm. Um, then um, Jags. Phil Jagielka. Yeah, Phil yeah, Jagielka. From what I remember about this, the ball came cannoned off the crossbar. I don't know who had the Were you shot. There? Did you go? Yeah, cup. Yeah, and, I used to go. I didn't go to this one, but I used to go to cup matches. And what a lot. what happened was that um, Jagielka then. Just fired it in, yeah. Um, so that that made it two one. So we're, we're, we're two, two nil. Uh, two nil, yeah, two nil at half time. Um, but actually, before that, Pablo had a chance when it was um, to make it one one. Um, he, he fluffed his chance when you look at it. Um, Pabs, yeah, what are you doing. You know, he, he brilliant and and woeful in in, in equal measures. Um, uh, so they they went two nil up, and then in the second half. Um, Marcus Bent could have won a penalty. Um, he kind of ran into the area, but it's one of those funny penalties where he's going wide and the keeper's come out and yeah. fouled him. And we all had discussions about whether it was a goal-scoring threat. But anyway, it wasn't given 2-0. Um, but then uh, Thomas Gardso in the 66th minute, uh, Herman Haridison, you know, the Iceman cometh. He's a big lad. But I'll tell you what, when you see him dancing around that penalty area, um, he, he does some great work in there, holds the ball off, um, plays it to the edge of the box, and um, Guard so has a he sort of curls it in. Um, so that makes it uh, crazy. This is, I'm, I'm just looking at these. This is almost Fulham like scoring. Go on, yeah. 
Hang on. Two minutes. So, so yeah, guard so hang on. So let's get before the guard so goal. <laughs> yes, yeah, Michael Brown, that's what I want to come back and talk to. He scored an absolute cracker to make it three nil. So it was three nil and you know, games And Michael Brown, probably remember, not renowned for goal scoring no, at all. Yeah, there's a a wonderful goal. So yeah. he was three nil. Then Gardso scored his one to make it three one. Yeah. Um sixty uh, eighth minute, uh, so two minutes later, Jagielka had brought down um uh, Tommy Miller, yeah, I think he was brought down and he won the penalty. He didn't, he didn't miss any. Yeah, um, three two, and then two minutes after that, uh, Darren Bent scores. It's a great pass from the halfway line, and he he, he beats a defender, and the keeper sticks it in the in the back of it. So oh, it's you must have been going mental. Oh, at just this. absolutely Absol- mental. I mean, I had loads of um comments from people in here. Um, one of the ones I like was from uh, good old slower ball. Um, five lads left when um. <laughs> We three went nil. three nil down, um, and they went off to the pub, which they probably thought was a good idea at that point. Um, and so his mate had to ring them up with a with a score update. You know, so I think there's three three that we've we've come back to. Oh, tell me they ran back and got. Uh, tell, did they, tell me they ran back and then saw what happened next. Well, yeah, got, snuck back in. Uh, he didn't say that, but um, <laughs> uh, then we nearly went four three up. And remember this: their, their keeper was Devocked. Can't remember what his name first name was. Um, he came out of the area. I remember running out of the air, and I want to say that he kind of, well, he, he must have headed it because he didn't. He certainly didn't handball it, so he headed it, and the ball kind of dropped nicely to to Darren Ambrose, who was probably about forty yards out. He tried to lob yeah, it. He did, and it, it's running towards the goal. And you see Devok going, and Devok really had to slide down and just tip it round, round the round the post. Otherwise, we'd have gone four three up. Um, and then eighty um, ninth minute. There's a heartbreak. Um, yeah, there's a long throw coming off on the on the left for, I can remember for this Sheffield one. United. Yeah, and there's a mix up. Two of our defenders go for it, and the ball basically pings along to um, Mr. Karen Brady, oh. who, you know, from about six yards out, slots it out, um, and that's four three. Now I think we'd all would have rather lost four nil than four three, particularly mm. when we, when we got it back to three three. Um, one of the comments on on Twitter was that this was the best. Lost game that they'd ever been to. Yeah, so okay. the best game. yeah. yeah. It, it was an absolute cracker. Yeah. Um, and um, Ed Banthorpe on Twitter said this was his first ever town away game. So oh. he must have, you know, I mean, what sort of roller coaster was he what on? Emotions, you know? Ed. Why have I come all the way to Sheffield? Yeah. Um, suddenly, brilliant. I can't believe we're 3 3. We could go 4 3 up and we actually lose it. And he tells a story that he actually sat with his. Um, He's Blade support and grandfather, oh, who was also a, a shareholder. So it'd be quite interesting to see how their, their conversations went. Um, but yeah, ultimately, those those three goals back from from guard, so Tommy Miller and, and Darren Bent were, were all in vain. All in vain. So we Fantastic, lost four three. Mate. Where are we going next? So we're going to oh, ten years, nineteen ninety two, ninety three. Ten years before. Ten years before. Yeah. Um, Johnny Lyle's Blue and White Army. Uh, Last year of the Prem. Yeah. Are at Aussie Yard Dealers' Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. Um, and well. It's quite interesting because uh, Frank Yallop was in this in this match because I think we mentioned a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Sergei and a stonker that game. Didn't he did, he? but remember when Sergei Baltacher, Baltacher, whatever you want to say, Baltacher. came in. Baltacher came in because Mickey broke his leg, right? Yeah. Um, in this game, Yallop started because um, Mickey Stockwell had injured his knee. How did he? Did he I tell you what, he's incredible. Yeah, he still played seven hundred games, didn't yeah. he? Nearly. Uh, yeah, six hundred. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah, six hundred. Yeah. Sorry, I thought we. Uh, uh, I want to say six hundred. Let's not argue. No, no, it's yeah, seven. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's close. Yeah, yeah. Um, Walk was nearly seven. So we we just beaten Tranmere away in the, in the fourth round of the of the cup, two uh, one, and then we found ourselves away on a Wednesday night to Tottenham in the Premiership. 
Um, Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Well, what can we say? Um... Nil-nil at half-time. There's only 23,000 there at Tottenham. And I think one of the Christ. things that we've noticed over this is that attendances in the Premier League for the big clubs have just gone berserk. Yeah. Yeah. The, the other smaller clubs have probably held around here. Yeah. But yeah, Frank Yallop, um, balls pinging around a bit in the um, in, in Tottenham's box. Just, I think there's a corner. He just comes doesn't out mess to with yeah. it, does he? <laughs> he thunders it in, doesn't he? 30-yarder is just, well, absolutely mad. Um, obviously he went on and um, we might well I don't know yeah. we, might, we might talk about it so yeah we might do it. yeah he so scores no another spoiler, one but yeah, he scores another, yeah. yeah. Um, so he puts his 1-0 up and then um, Boncho oh, I love Boncho yeah. um, you can buy those now in the shop the Bonchos oh the, yeah. the plastic yeah. thing when yeah. it's raining um, 10 minutes to go scores a goal and, and I, I enjoyed watching this on one of the, the DVDs or whatever it was sure, a great goal oh and it's just his celebration Finish. of just sort of yeah, yeah. Great goal. It was, yeah. He's Good got, player. Um, so, interestingly, um, this was game 25. We were sixth. We had 39 points. Weren't we all at this stage, wasn't we also having a um, a bit of a ding-dong with, was it Sheffield Wednesday, Wednesday. In, in, the, in the League Cup? With yeah. League Cup quarterfinal, that must yeah. have been. Didn't they go on to win the League Cup? Yeah. Was it, was it the season they played Arsenal in both? Yeah, or was that the season before? Oh, and be... Andy Linegan, I keep thinking, comes to mind. Yeah, but... yeah that was the cup final. Yeah. Could have been the season before they played. Who did they have? Didn't they? Didn't Sheffield Wednesday have an American guy playing for them? John Harks. Yeah, he was a great player. Chris Waddle. Yeah, he wasn't American, but he was no, good no, as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this was game twenty-five. So like I said, we were yeah. Six. Sorry, yeah. Spurs were fifteenth, but the worst thing is about after the twenty-seventh of January, nineteen ninety-three, we went... only won one more game until we beat Norwich in April. That's weird, wasn't it? Where we we had well, not Seems we had to win. Seems to have sussed us out. I don't know yeah. quite what happened there. Perhaps they did. They sussed out 
Oh, Kiwami was very good that season, wasn't it? I think they must yeah. have sussed us out. I remember we had little Clive Baker in goal, didn't we? Yeah, always used to pull his sock up before he kicked the goal. <laughs> uh, before he kicked the ball. Um, and I also had a comment from Mike Gooding on Facebook. Oh, who, Mike, yeah. Um, he said that um, he went with his uh, his dad and he, Nick, his client, yeah. so I yeah. don't know who was entertaining who there. Yeah. Um, and they were in the the away end. So he was a little bit sneaky, Mike was, because he, he wore the white away kit, which thought he would blend uh. in with them. Um, um, so yeah, he had a, he had a good story. I, I, I think he he was politely told after. Christ, Mike couldn't have been very old. He couldn't have been very old then. Oh, yeah, what was that? 20, 25, 25 years. Oh my god! But yeah, Ozzy, yeah. Ozzy Ardiles was there. Yeah. Do you think his knees went all trembly at the oh, end of that? I'm sure they did. I but you couldn't knock Ozzy for his the teams he used to put out, which is something of beauty, weren't they? You know, especially a couple of seasons later when he had the front 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 three front front five. Yeah. <laughs> Klinsman. Yeah. Dimitrescu, Dimitrescu, Barnby, Sheringham, oh, yeah. and yeah, <laughs> couldn't last, and it didn't. Remember them playing us at Portman Road, and that was a. I remember, I remember them playing us at Portman Road. They three nil up in yeah. about half an hour, and yeah. it could have been ten. And then, and then, lo- and then suddenly we sussed out what was going on. I think only then it was typical Spurs hung on to beat us three yeah, two. I think, right. yeah. Um, no, it's great. I, I, yeah, I mean, so you, you you look at that. I mean, first year of the Premier. Yeah, we get promoted. It looked six, 39 points. Brilliant, wasn't it? Okay, in the end, it, it, it was a season. Not a struggle, really, because I think we still had games, even after we... I think we beat Norwich, and that was... We still had about five or six games, so we weren't completely sucked into it. But it looked bad at, as you're sliding down there. Do, but. do you think that in 92-93 in and in, you know, 2000, 2001, you know, we certainly in this season, we started 92-93, you know, we started off well. We were sixth, like you say, at mm. the end of January... We finished fifth in 2000, 2001. Do you think it would have been better those years if we'd gone up and just sort of clung on? Possibly. You know, and then think that you got to invest a bit more? And I, I think certainly 2000, 2001. Yeah. Definitely. We overachieved. I yeah. mean, pff, Stuart had the season from... And who knows? Yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, clearly that close season, don't we talk about it now, that close yeah. season we just got carried away and... You you know there was no way we were going to break into the top four. There's no way you just couldn't. It, yeah, it was getting to that point by then. Yeah, um, and that's when we perhaps you know should have just budgeted that close season to finish ninth. You know whatever, eighteenth, nineteenth. But anyway, what what yeah. we shall never know, stat. We shall never know. But certainly a great great win and oh, lo- good lots memories. of very happy memories um, shared on on Twitter and what, Facebook. Uh, there. What birthdays you got, stat? Right on the twenty fifth, we've got. Francis Jeffers. Oh my God. Old Franny Jeffers. Franny Jeffers. Um, came to us on loan from Blackburn. I think he'd already made his name at do you know, do you know Evan, what? did he? Start off at Evan. Uh, Evan, Ars- then Arsenal. Yeah. Big move to yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. Massive move to Arsenal. So at this point, he's gone to Blackburn from Arsenal, I'm guessing, and yeah. came to us on loan. Um, nine appearances, four goals. I only remember that one goal he scored at Hull in that 5-2 yeah. game. I yeah. can't. He must have scored at Portman Road. I can't that, remember. That was his. But... That was his first goal. That in that in that five oh, yeah. two. Okay. He then got a, a hamstring injury. Yeah. Um. So he went back. Did he but, come back? But then he returned on loan again. Yeah. So he had one of those frustrating loan spells. So one of those. We just call it a, for for um, Graham at Naked Footy. We we'll call him a, a Johnny Williams loan spell. Exactly. Yeah. Johnny yeah. Williams loan spell. <laughs> um. But we were really keen to to sign him, and we we had. We actually um, put in three three bids, yeah, and they were all turned down. Yeah, so he ended up going to Sheffield Wednesday, and I remember him coming back when he was playing for Sheffield Wednesday, and he got dogs abuse from the town fans because I think you know one of the reasons that he, he chose Sheffield Wednesday. Better man, yeah, better man. Um, and now he's at the Everton Academy. Oh, cool. Okay, 
yeah, again, another player, a bit like Morris Voltz, um the other week that, uh, you know, stuck around. And, um, yeah, so it's so, so good. It's so, so always nice to see that, yeah. And on the, on the 29th of January, we've got Owen Garvin, who's going to be 30. God, could still do a job, can yeah. he? Yeah. Still do a job in our midfield. Just what we're missing. 174 appearances. Yeah. Uh, 15 goals. He was with us between right, 2005 and 10. He was quite young when he left us then, didn't he? Because you think he broke into the team early. Went to Palace, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he missed out on the FA Youth Cup final because he was rushed to hospital with yeah. a virus 24 yeah. hours before. Yeah, right. That was Garvin. Yeah, crikey. Yeah. yeah. He must have been, I'm thinking, you know, of, of being one of the few players from that team to break through, he must have surely been one of the standout players in that yeah. team. Yeah, definitely. Sold him for <clears throat> 150 grand to, to Palace. Cup Played Palace, in the Premier man. League. He um he wasn't a Roy Keane player. Oh, was he? that's exactly what I was going to say. Roy just didn't fancy him, did he? Really? No, um, no. And now I see he's at St Patrick's. Yeah, back in Ireland. Yeah, two thousand and eighteen. He signed up wow. for their their two thousand eighteen season. Silky so. player had a pass in him. Yeah, um, not blessed with great pace, but yeah, composed on the ball. Good footballer. So yeah, make sure on the 29th you wish Owen Garvin a yeah. happy birthday. He's on Twitter at Garvolution. Love that. Yeah. Big, big pint of Guinness for that. And on, on the same day, on the 29th of January, Earl Mark What Steen. have you done there? He, he's not an Earl, but that was that's his actual first Is name. It? Yeah. He slipped that I, I suddenly thought, I didn't, I didn't realise that he'd, he'd been given a title. Ah. Earl okay. Steen of... Oh, Steve. Of Stamford Bridge. But yeah, well, he probably would have been would have been given a title by us that day, that oh, famous day. Totally, yeah. I mean, remember he started off at Luton. Um, he joined us on loan from, his from brother, Chelsea. His brother was at Luton, Brian Steen. Yeah. Yeah. And also another one, Ed. I think there was an Ed. There was a third less famous brother. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. That one I'm not making up. I think there was a. I think there was a. You third do one. make things up, Stan. And you're, but you what do I keep would a say is that face on Oh, Mark Steen's granddad was the one who got him into it. Jock. He said to him, "What I want you to do is is to get into football." So he he joined I think us. His cousin was bass player for Blondie, Christine. I think. Oh. I'm sure, it was him. Chris, yeah. Christine. Christine. Uh, his name is Christine. Yeah. Yeah. Bass player. <laughs> Never heard that before. Blondie. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Um, he joined us in '97. He was on loan from Chelsea. Scored 11 appearances and three goals. Um, he was cover cover for for Matthew who'd done that. Um, oh, he shoulder popped his shoulder. Yeah. I remember that. But the eleven eleven appearances and three goals mean nothing to us as Ipswich fans because it's all about May. Just quick before we get to that, yeah. I just remember one game. I remember him playing in the was it the three nil game away at Norwich? Would it have been then? Yeah, when Walt got sent off, it would have been round about then. And would it or not? I think I see, I see yeah. remember he played in that game. But anyway, yeah, certainly played against Norwich. Yeah, but, but he's well, he's more well known for uh, May. <laughs> I want to say May nineteen ninety four. Yep, um, scoring the winner for Chelsea against Sheffield United to put it three two. Well, we've just had a, a backs to the wall nil nil yeah. at Blackburn. Were you at that game? Yeah, I love that game. Yeah, it was absolutely mad. Yeah, uh, what I remember about. Um, that was when Steen scored. And so they said, being a supporter of that game, then obviously well before yeah. the days of mobile phones and texts and tweets and whatever. Um, how were you? Someone had a radio. What? What yeah, happened? People had the little transistor radios, little or whatever. Yeah, and there was a few of them in the stand. And what what would happen was that you know somebody would be like telling you what the scores are. So had Sheffield United equalised. I've you know in my mind I've no idea. Like you said, it was nil nil. We were just we were Dire. hanging on. Yeah. yeah. 
but mind you, we had we had chances in that game. We, we could cover it, you know, when when we came yeah. up to yeah. to May, we had that fantastic red kit. But I remember <clears> one guy in front of me going, "Hang on, it's been a goal. It's been a goal at Stamford Bridge." Oh my god! Oh. And at this point, you're thinking, "I've no idea what's happening." Because at nil nil, we're yeah. down, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, game's over. Yeah. We're finished, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Steen, uh, and maybe that's like you said, that's where he got it. L, L. Steen um, pops up to score the winner. Now, what I remember was there was this little. It wasn't a ripple. It was like a complete burst because there was lots of people around there with their radios and stuff, all kind of probably relaying what was on Radio 5 Live that Chelsea have scored. It's, it's then rippled across the other people. We're all erupting, going mad. And um, my mate, I can't remember if somebody had... I, I remember I told you this story, that I dropped the radio, my mate dropped the radio and picked up another guy's shoe or something like that. <laughs> that started listening to yeah, the shoe. Yeah, so you know, Reception's rubbish. Tune, tuning the laces in. Um, Mark Steen now, um, as well as being a, 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 an Earl, is also a, a, a physio. Hmm. So I think it was a physio within the game, but now I think doing a little bit of um, uh, this week in ITFC history stalking, I think he's got his own uh, company now, MarkSteen.co.uk. Oh, has um, he? Um, yeah. Physio, mate. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll always remember him for, for that goal for Chelsea. Absolutely. All right, mate. Well, that's superb again. Really enjoyed that. Another walk down memory lane. We hope everyone out there enjoyed it. If you remember any of the events we've spoken about or have any suggestions, please let us know on social media. I mean, yeah, and any suggestions for you because obviously you stat come up with the come up with the games. Any suggestions in you know in the weeks coming up with with significant games people remember? You know, let us know. Um, let us know on social media at Blue Monday ITFC at David Diamond Three at chompx3 which is stats uh, twitter also don't forget to hit follow on there and like at facebook.com slash blue monday itfc uh, myself and ben will be here with the pre i'm sorry ben i always do that ben will be back with a preview show on friday i will be back with ben on the flagship show on monday which will feature stats stat of the week and with any luck we'll be back with a more nostalgia this time next week cheers stat yeah cheers mate The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.